Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Segment number dos. For those Spanish speakers out there, I know Mo loves Spanish. This is Silver Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. If you don't already subscribe to the show, Mo's got some big dudes coming to see you. You knock on the door and they're going to make you download it. No, seriously, go subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you turn on the auto download. You can also get it on the cool Odyssey app. It's awesome, free. Go grab it. If not there, you can subscribe to it wherever you get it. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you again. Hit the subscription button and the notifications bell. You're with Scott Branson and Mo Moten. We are rolling into some OTA battles. I jokingly called them battles because, again, they're just rolling around in shorts and helmets to watch. But these are some of the positions uh, that you should watch now. We should watch the mandatory camp June 6th through 8th. And then, of course, when the pads and the helmets get back on in July, these are the ones that you're going to have to watch to see what this Raider team is going to be uh, come September when they get out on the field for the regular season. All right, Mo, let's start with a position we've been talking about for over a year now, and that is on the right side of that offensive line. We saw last year Jermaine Illuminor mostly start at right tackle struggled at the beginning, came along nicely towards the end of the year. I'm still shocked at how many fans in Raider Nation I talked to who want to say that the offensive line was terrible. I can say that at the beginning of the year, and of course, they were no all-pro unit, but they were better towards the end of the year, and a lot of that had to do with Jermaine Illuminor. If you look at the numbers and the protection numbers, what he was able to do to protect Derek Carr last year and uh, all the data, whether you're getting it from PFF, whether you're getting it from uh, wherever you are, from NFL Stats, um, Jermaine Illuminor is not, though, penciled in as the starter at this point. I don't think you can say that. I think he is the guy who sticks out as the best available option right now. Brandon Parker, I know how fans feel about him. He's coming back from the injury. He was re-signed as well. So there's there's question marks there, and there still could be an acquisition, Mo. So we don't know what's going to happen on that right side. But when you look at Illuminor, I like giving the guy a chance. So I think going into OTAs, going into camp, um, he is the favorite to win that unless they bring somebody in. Uh, and I'd like to see him continue to develop and see him grow. Yeah, I, I, it's like a broken record with this, but Illuminar gave up one sack in the second half of the season. Crazy. You know, yeah. So he, he, you know, after he and Thayer Mumford were 
alternating drives and he got settled in, he was pretty good. Now the Raiders didn't sign him to a, a, a huge deal. He got a modest contract, which shows what they feel about him right now. But I think he, in his second year, he can really prove that he can solidify himself at the right tackle position. I think he will ultimately. But if you remember Peter King's piece, because he spent the night with the Raiders during draft night, draft, yep. the Raiders were interested in Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. And yep. he probably would have played right tackle being that left, uh, Colton Miller's at left tackle. So the, so the Raiders had an interest in replacing Jermaine Luminar. Ultimately, they didn't because the Cardinals jumped up over them and took Parrish Johnson Jr. So that kind of gives Jermaine Luminar another year or so because I think yep. even if they bring in another right tackle, Jermaine Luminar is in the pole position, the front runner to win that spot. He has another year to, to prove himself. And again, I think he will. What I'm looking at is the right guard position. To me, that's wide open. The Raiders yeah. signed Greg Van Roten, who spent two years with the Jets out here in my backyard. He was he had two solid years with Gang Green. And then they have Natane Muti, and they Muti. have Alex Barris, who I feel it isn't a starter. I've said this plenty of times on this show. I want Alex Barris, family members, and relatives to know I don't dislike <laughs> him. I just think he's a backup and not a starter. But right. that position is wide open. Right now, I would say Greg Van Roten is the favorite to win that position. Of course, he's new, but I think he's the best player right now among the right guards they have available. I would agree. What about, I know we're talking about the right side, but what about center, right? We talked about this last year with the rookie. Who do you think is going to win out there? It's definitely Andre James, um, because unless they decide to move Andre James, he's going to continue to play center because that's all he's played for the Raiders. Yeah. I know he played left tackle, and I believe he played right tackle at UCLA. Mm -hmm. But since he's been with the Raiders with the John Gruden regime, he's played at the center position. And I don't see that changing, which means Dylan Parham will be the guard position. Now, I know there's been chatter that the Raiders want to move Dylan Parham to center. But if you read Vic's piece in The Athletic, uh, that plan may have, have kind of changed a bit because the Raiders have not moved Andre James until this point. He is still their starting center, having some continuity and years of experience there. Yeah, and I think unless there's an injury there or unless there's a drop-off in performance, I agree with you. I think he stays there. But watching that offensive line through camp, uh, especially as we get into July, uh, I, I just don't see anybody out there that they're going to move. I don't think they're going to want to spend a lot of money. I think, again, as we talked about the last show with the with the cornerback position uh, and letting um, Rocky Sin walk – uh, they they believe in their guys and they believe in their talent evaluation. And I think unless Jermaine Illuminor comes out and is just getting blown out in camp, uh, I think you're right. I think he wins that spot. And then at right guard, Van Routen is the guy there, especially with his veteran experience, um, makes a lot of sense, right? And, and I think he's a good player too. I mean, again, not going to be an all pro, but he's going to be a solid guy there. And believe me, that offensive line, it's always important to protect your quarterback. But when you got Jimmy G which also may stand for glass, uh, you don't want him to get hurt, right? So you got to protect them. So that offensive line is going to be a big one. So we'll watch what, what happens there. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code ODYSSEY. So head to B-O-L-L -L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mo, the other, the other position I want to get to, so that's the, that's the offensive line, but as we roll into OTAs and into camp uh, beginning of, of the month, um, defensive tackle. Here's an area where the Raiders have been tinkering 
They needed to get better. You remember last year they brought in Jerry Tillery from the Chargers after he was let go by by Los Angeles. Uh, to me, he's the only lock in there right now. I think he kind of has uh, a lock on the position or one of the spots in there. Then you look at Bilal Nichols, of course, who they signed last year to a big contract, who was was not exactly on fire last year, had some good games, but did not really perform up to what we thought he could be. Uh, then you have third-round pick Byron Young. You have Neil Farrell, Neil Farrell Jr. from last year. You have Matthew Butler. Uh, and then, of course, Nesta Jade uh, Silvera from Arizona State, who they drafted this year. So they're, <clears throat> they're bringing in a lot of bodies, Mo. And it's going to be a battle in there to see who starts. And that's what you want, right? Now, what you don't want, though, is you got a lot of bodies and none of them uh, make a difference. But I think that they have a pretty good group here. And I think you're going to see... Um, I think you're going to see Byron Young step up there. And I also think Nesta uh, Jade Severa might surprise people uh, because of his position and what he's able to do in that kind of hybrid position with the safety um, and line driving back. One thing I'll say is don't forget the two guys they drafted last year in the fourth and fifth round and Neil Farrell Jr. Yeah. and Matthew Butler. Matthew Butler. I was actually high on Matthew Butler because he has versatility and some pass rushing ability. Neil Farrell had a tweet a while ago saying that, basically saying that he's got a lot to prove and he's motivated for the upcoming season. So I would just keep an eye. Don't forget those two guys. The other thing I want to say is I was a little surprised reading Vic Tafer's uh, OTA's piece because I actually thought that Bilal Nichols was the main guy who had a bear hug on a starting mm-hmm. position. Everyone else is battling for another role. He says it's Jerry Tillery who has a bear hug on a starting role and everyone else is battling for snaps in the rotation. So keep in mind the Raiders signed Bilal Nichols to a two-year $11 million deal, seven point, about $7.2 million guaranteed. He played 65 to 70% of the snaps last year. If he's battling for snaps in the rotation, that means the Raiders weren't quite happy with his performance last year. And as you said, it was he was kind of just the guy out there, what they would call yeah. a jag. He didn't make a lot of splashy plays, and I think he was pretty much, I would say, a disappointment for what he was paid against about $7.2 million guaranteed. And Jerry Tillery being able to rush the passer, not much of a run stuffer, but being able to rush the passer, I think, gets him in there for about 50% of the snaps. Now, I said this before, and I'll say this again. I think Byron Young could probably overtake Bilal Nichols for his snaps. I think the reason they drafted Byron Young in the third round is is to replace the disappointing season that Bilal Nichols had. And I I said this on, on multiple shows that I think Young is the replacement for Nichols eventually. Yeah. And I think you might see that change. And if Byron Young can flash at OTAs through training camp and preseason, you'll see a lot of him and Tillery on the field together. Yeah, I, th- I think that happens pretty quick. I agree with you. And 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 then you have to look at that. Like you said, you, you talked about it. And I mentioned him when I was going through the list of Matthew Butler, Neil, Neil Farrell Jr. Um, you know, you see guys make I mean, you, you see rookies make that step up in year two. Um, and so we'll see how their talent evaluation was last year in their first draft to see if those guys do. It would be a great opportunity for the Raiders, and it would make a huge difference if you had one, just one of those guys really make a big step up along with the rookie Byron Young, along with the, the two veterans, Nichols and, of course, Tillery, because then you have depth. And especially in the AFC West, right, where teams are going up and down the field, in the AFC overall now, actually, with the passing game in the AFC, uh, the fact that they're going up and down the field, you can keep a fresh set of guys and rotate them if you have guys that are performing. And that might make this, this Raiders defense a lot better if they can hit on some of that. 
What I will say to fans out there listening is don't get caught up in who's the starter on the defensive no. line. Most right. NFL teams have a rotation of four or five guys, depending on the down to distance and situation. You know, they put guys on the field two, usually two, three guys at a time. So don't get caught up in starter back up there. Understand that guys who play more than 50 percent of the snaps, those are the guys that usually can rush the passer and stop the run. If you're playing fewer than 50% of the snaps, less than 50% of the snaps, then you're probably either or. You're just a pure run stuffer or you're more of a pass rusher who's on who's on the field on third down. So I think it's more of who fits in what role. And, I'm, and again, I'm interested to see where Neil Farrell Jr. fits in. I think he's more of a run stuffer. I think he was a replacement for Jonathan Hankins, who they traded to the Cowboys in the middle of last offseason. I think Matthew Butler is, is kind of like the X factor there. Also... Don't forget, they signed Adam Butler. And, I, and a oh, lot of people don't right. talk yes, about Adam Butler, don't. former Patriot. Yeah. But he made some plays with the Patriots in the past uh, few years. And I think he's he's a dark horse to play mm. a lot of the snaps in the upcoming season. Keep an eye on Adam Butler and how he progresses with this new regime. Mo, this is a little bit off topic, still on the defensive line. And I know we're not going to the end position. But I want to get your point of view because um, we talked about the disappointing season Chandler Jones had for the money he got. Okay, we got that's a big qualifier there. Tyree Wilson comes in. We don't know. Tyree Wilson says he will be back for camp. The Raiders say he'll be back for camp. I believe he will be. How much he's able to go, how fast he progresses from that injury before week one, we don't know. Uh, Chandler Jones, do you see him bouncing back? He's got a young buck now in the room aiming for his job, number one. Number two, he's coming off a disappointing season. Do you see a bounce back there? I wouldn't say a bounce back to Pro Bowl all pro form because at this point, I, I believe that Tyree Wilson is going to take some snaps away from Chandler Jones and eventually uh, be the front runner of that position. So I think with Chandler Jones, you have to think of it as less is more with him. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to preserve him for the entirety of the season because he finishes two, he finished two of the last three seasons on injured reserve. Last year was an elbow injury late in the season. Yeah. So I think what they want to do is scale back. Chandler Jones snaps maybe to about 60, 65%, get Tyree Wilson on the field. Sometimes Tyree Wilson will be on the field along with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. But as far as Chandler Jones is concerned, I think you scale back and try to get more out of him with less time on the field at this stage in his career because he is 33 years old. Yes, absolutely. By the way, Tyree Wilson chose number nine. Nine. <clears throat> Mo, pick a number between – you can only if you can only pick a number between four and 12 – what, which one of those numbers are you choosing? Four. And that's not – I'm not trolling Derek Carr fans. I, I choose four because I love the number four. I was born in April. April is the yeah. fourth month of the year, so I love the number four. My birthday is 4-10-86. So a lot of things I do, I put four in it. That doesn't mean uh, – if you're out there, if you're a hacker out there and you're trying to hack my password, I got you. I don't use four for all my passwords. No. But I do love the number four because of my birthday month. His, his password is avocado smoothie one. No, just kidding. It's not. Uh, anyway, that was just a joke uh, based on our last show. All right, Mo, we're going to step aside. That was offensive line, defensive tackle. When we come back, cornerback, the backfield, defensive backfield, cornerback safety, and also really outside linebacker. What are the Raiders going to do at linebacker? And what do we need to watch heading into OTAs and into camp uh, as we get ready for the dead period coming up here in a few weeks? Again, camp is uh, the mandatory mini camp is June 6th through 8th. So that'll be fun to do. And that'll be kind of the last waypoint before we start getting into some of our cool summer content. 
including Mo singing to us on a ukulele. Yes, get you into the mood with the smoothie, with an umbrella. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a Hawaiian show. Right, Mo? No? We're not going to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, get, you, you guys and gals out there can hear my singing voice. It, I'll, I'll take it from the shower to the show and share it with you all. Serenade everyone with, with great vocals. Yes, he will sing Blue Hawaii. Yes, get ready for that. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will be back for the final segment of this Thursday edition of Silver and Black today. Scott and Mo with you. We'll be back right after this. Don't go anywhere.